In this episode, being jealous of other photographers. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast. A lot of artists, myself included, tend to suffer from self-doubt from time to time. My photography business is based primarily around selling photographic prints. Prior to the pandemic, things were going really well. Most of my high-dollar clients were interior designers, and with the booming economy, they were busy, and so was I. I've had work bought for the walls of high-tech companies, banks, gourmet restaurants, hotels, medical clinics, and all kinds of other businesses. I've had work collected by people around the world and by a few celebrities, including a very popular young country singer here in Nashville. I've had photographs hanging on the bedroom wall of Meredith Grey on the TV show Grey's Anatomy for the last four or five seasons. My daughter thinks that's cool, and so it makes me really happy. But since the pandemic, business has been hit or miss. Mostly it's been okay, but recently sales have really tanked. That tends to bring on self-doubt. Never mind any of my other accomplishments that I may have had in my career, I still occasionally begin to feel like a failure, like an imposter, like a guy with a camera who has no idea what he's doing. The other day, I was looking at the work of photographer Trini Sondergaard, and sorry if I pronounced her name incorrectly, but I was admiring her work, and my feelings began to transform from curiosity and admiration to pure jealousy. She's a Danish photographer, and her work is so complete. It's so well-conceived and well-seen. Her vision is so consistent that it makes me think to myself, why don't I think of images like hers? Why doesn't my work have that certain something that her work has? So I'll admit it. I felt jealous and defensive with a big-time case of imposter syndrome. After pouting about it and pondering it for a while, I came back to my senses and remembered that, of course, comparing your work to another person's work is futile. She has her own style, her own vision, and I have mine. I make my own kind of images, sometimes very well, sometimes not very well at all. For better or for worse, I work my own way, and I make the images the way I make them, and I don't think I could change even if I wanted to. Then, a few days later... I watched a documentary called Capturing Morocco with photographer Bastian Bout, that's W-O-U-D-T, who expressed many of the same things that I just said. Now, in case you don't know him, Bastian Bout is a young Dutch photographer who is very successful and quite talented. I'm also a bit jealous of his work, partly because he's so darn young and already so good. He's 34 now, but he's been working at a high level for several years. He does commercial work, but he also sells his work through several high-end art galleries around the world. Anyways, in the documentary, we see Bastian in Morocco on a trip funded by prize money, trying to make some images and feeling overwhelmed and unable to find his flow. Ordinarily, he works in a studio where he can carefully control the environment. But in Morocco, he found himself in the midst of busy street life. He called it an anthill, with streets winding everywhere and activity on every part of the street. In the course of the film, he was discussing his difficulties achieving the right mindset and how he was beginning to get moody, feeling like he wasn't making any good work. He said that he watches documentaries about other photographers, especially street photographers, who get good work so easily, and he said that it makes him feel jealous. But then, just like with my own recent experience, he recognized that that's them. The street photographers have their way of working, and he has to work in his own way. Bingo. My own situation reflected back to me by someone whose work I really admire. In the documentary, Bastian kept working, and eventually he pushed through the anxiety until he found, and I'm quoting here, the peace of mind. Eventually, he got a breakthrough shot 
that he was happy with, and then it got easier for him after that. For him, it was about getting away from the hustle of the city and getting into the quiet of the countryside. That helped him achieve his signature look, which has a feeling of bold, graphic simplicity. As one of his art gallery reps says in the documentary, the chaos of the city took Bastion out of his comfort zone and made him recognize his strengths. Recognizing his own strengths helped him to save himself and save the project. It's a great documentary. I'll include a link to Trini Sondergaard and to the Bastion Vault documentary in the description. This is not the first time, and I doubt it'll be the last time, that I feel jealous of another photographer's work. But in the end, it's all inspiration to keep working and to keep improving and to keep creating my own work, my own unique way, because that's all any of us can really do, right? That's all I've got for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.